Welcome to the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip, and welcome to the first episode of 2021. On the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast, we talk all things leadership and culture, helping you develop the skills you need to develop your own personal leadership skills, to develop the culture within your organization, and to propel yourself to new heights of success. But for now, let's get to it. Well, it's 2021, and with it being the first episode of the new year, I want to talk about something that I feel is quite relevant. You see, uh, many of us, or many people, do these new year resolutions. Perhaps uh, losing weight, quitting smoking, or whatever it might be. But there's a large number of the population who will have decided over the holiday period to reach for a new position within the organization, aim for a promotion, or perhaps they're looking for a new job altogether. Today I want to talk about that. Talk about what it takes to join a new team, about how not to rock the boat, especially if you're somebody who's going to be taking on a new leadership position either within your own organization, different department, or different company altogether. I'll talk about some personal experience I have and give you some tips and tricks on what you can do to uh, make this transition a bit more smooth for all parties involved. So let's get to it. If we think about the, uh, the very common movie or sitcom where a new person comes in and just tries to take over and change everything and it really rocks the boat. This is unfortunately something that is a reality. There are individuals out there and if you're one of those people I please I, I do hope you can take away something. If you walk into a new role, a new organization, a new department and you throw down the gauntlet to uh, declare your power to show I am the boss you will listen to me we are making some big changes oh boy oh girl you are going to have some big big struggles ahead of you you see even though the team you might be walking into they might be having some serious issues by you saying this you unbeknownst to yourself are quite often belittling the skills these individuals already have So this is the first thing I really want to address. If you're going into new organization, new role, stepping up, different company, whatever it might be, don't go in a guns a-blazing. Don't go in ready to change the world within that organization. By doing so, you are going to put the team offside. They're not going to understand you. They're not going to value what you're trying to do. They have no idea who you are. By walking in and trying to change too much too soon, they don't trust you. And that really is the biggest aspect. And this is going to be something that will be a theme through this episode, is the trust you need to build as a new member of a team, as a new leader of a team. You can't just walk in and say, I know everything. I'm in this role for a reason. And there might be a very valid reason. You could be one of the most experienced people in the industry, have tons of experience. Doesn't mean they're going to trust you. They don't believe you have their best interest in mind. 
And that's what it comes in comes down to is that when you walk in on your first day and you throw down and say, we're going to make the following changes. Changes often mean layoffs. Changes mean firing people. So naturally the team begins to fear and resent what you want to change because they are accustomed to the way things happen for a long time. They feel safe within their roles currently despite the hurdles they may be dealing with and you changing these things they are uncertain whether or not they will have a place within this new world if you want to make changes within your organization you're going to need to first build trust within the team itself now to build trust you need to build connections with the team you need to have them learn who you are have them respect you and start to understand where everyone is coming from. Now, you could be the most experienced person within a field. However, as a new employee, you are the least experienced person within that organization. Let that sink in for a second. You could have 20 years of experience within that industry. However, you are the least experienced person within that organization as to how the organization does things. If you've been brought in to make changes, someone obviously believes in you and believes in what you can bring to the table. But you do not know a single thing about the company. Sure, if you've done your research and you've you know, looked into things, you might have a good idea about who the company is, but you don't truly know. You haven't really looked under the hood of the engine. Sure, you maybe popped the bonnets, you've uh, looked over the engine, but you haven't pulled things apart. You haven't taken off all the covers, got down to the nitty-gritty. You're only looking at it at surface value. You need to understand how things move and why things move. This is one of my personal top recommendations as to how one should enter a new organization, especially if you've been brought in to make change. Something is broken within the organization. There's no doubt about that. But how did it get broken? And what are the causes? And what are all the moving parts within the organization? These are things you need to find out. Now, if you've listened to some of the previous podcasts, I often talk about the expression, okay, how? It's an expression we coach many of our clients on as to how to tackle new challenges, feedback, ideas. It's to always approach it with, okay, and then how? If you are meant to come into an organization, make some big changes, first thing you say, okay, how? How did we get to this place? How do things become so broken that I'm now required to, to make these changes? If you can take the time to learn about all the moving parts and not make it seem as if you're belittling the team, because this is a very challenging skill for certain people, is as a new manager, new leader to come in and really say, I need you to tell me why we do this. And you'll be asking why a lot. And it's good to explain to the team that you know nothing about the organization and they have way more experience and knowledge about how things work here. Automotive companies commonly buy their competition's 
vehicles to pull them apart, dissect them, to understand how they work and why people buy their vehicles over your over theirs. It's the same concept. If you're going into an organization, you need to really have people pull apart stuff, explain to you why things are done in the way they're done, why people do the jobs they do in the manner of which they do things. Once you start to show the interest in how things are done and really understand why, later on you can then make the changes. And that's the big thing, is making the change later. If you learn that the procedure is currently to pick a box up, put it down, pick it up, put it down, and none of it seems to make sense, that's okay. It's the understanding of that person's role. And at first... All you need to do is understand what they're doing and why. Well, we move this here because of the following reasons. Okay. And you can see the inherent flaws that they're doing the same job twice. Or another analogy I've used many times before is why are we replacing the duct tape on this pipe? Well, the, the, the duct tape wears away and it leaks again. All right. So we replace the duct tape. Yeah, about once a week. If you think about that, we understand the pipe itself is broken. But the task is to replace the duct tape. Quite often, band-aids become common practice, and people just do them out of habit and don't really understand why. So it's important that when you approach a new team, is to not throw your weight around, but to be inquisitive. Ask for your team members, your colleagues, to help you learn how to do your job, how you can fit into the organization, how things are currently done. Now, I'm not recommending that you blend into the crowd, especially if you're supposed to make changes, but it's important to understand how things are done. I've seen firsthand people come into organizations, take a day or two to learn the ropes, and then start making changes, but they don't realize the third and fourth degree of separation, the impacts that those changes are then having. This is why it's important to take the time to really understand, to dissect the organization, to really grasp all the different moving parts. By doing so, you're not making someone feel threatened. You're showing the respect to the other teammates, to your team members, that you value their input, you value their experience by saying, yeah, I'm, a, I'm experienced here, but you know how it's done here, so I need to follow your lead. So can you show me how to do things the way that you do them here? Because I want to make sure that I understand. And then do those things. Follow their lead. Take their advice and allow them to train you on how things are currently done. Because you understand that you will be making some changes in due time, but you have to understand all the moving parts before we start implementing your challenges, your changes, because you want to ensure the ripple effect is successful. Now, to illustrate this process and how it can be executed, I'll tell you a little story about when I first moved to Australia. I was employed at an organization, and for one reason or another, the individual who hired me never disclosed any of my previous experiences and qualifications, which I was fine with. To do this job, there was roughly a month worth of training, and you had to pass a certain number of assessments. 
Now, all these things I had been doing for 12 or so years at this point in time. In fact, the person who was training me, I was once that individual back in Canada. I wanted to understand how things were done. So rather than throw around, oh, I've been doing this for 12 years. I used to do your job. I listened and I learned. I observed everything. I, I took in all the information that was being given to me. I knew that certain things were very different to how I used to do things. But there was a reason for it. There had to be. So I, I learned their processes. I adapted my skills to suit the, the way they did things. And come the end, when I had passed all my assessments, and I was a fully qualified team member for them, I said, okay, now there's a couple things I need to ask and explain. And I politely explained my previous experience. The person was a bit shocked. So it makes sense how quick you pick things up. And I said, I wanted to learn how you d did things here. It's a different country, different ways. So I wanted to understand. And I've got a few questions about the following things. I began to ask why. I wasn't saying they were doing things wrong. I just need more clarification. And it opened a good line of communication between myself and the trainer at the time. And I demonstrated the skills that I had of how we did things. A number of those skills that I demonstrated were then adapted to be part of the procedures at the organization. Some of them were not because the equipment being used and the methods of which the programs were being delivered were different. So the way I used to do things were not suitable. But I was able to explain my experience and showcase some different skills. Surprisingly enough, some of those skills were used much later on, but it was only because I vocalized them down the line after I had invested in the team that I had shown my willingness to learn their ways that anyone was willing to hear me out. You see, if I'd come in and said, I know all these things, I would have seemed just like another foreigner who's coming in trying to show them how they do things overseas. I stood back, I learned, and in the process, we all grew and developed. Thankfully, I was able to grow within that organization for a few years, became one of their trainers shortly thereafterwards. I was able to help them develop their skills, help them launch new programs that benefited everybody. But the fact is, it was only by putting my ego aside and letting them show me how they did things, I was able to learn. I was able to then make the changes down the line. See, that's the big takeaway, is that I learned how they did things, and there were certain elements that I didn't bring up because they didn't have that equipment or they weren't doing things in a certain way. So it wasn't applicable to the situation. But if I had walked in and said, oh, this is how we do things, it would have been detrimental to myself, my position, and the respect I could have lost in the process. So for all of you out there who are looking to make some of these big changes, who are looking to take on new challenges, go for a promotion, change departments, go to a different company, position of leadership, 
I strongly advise you don't throw your weight around. People don't trust you yet. They don't know who you are as an individual. They don't know whether or not you're truly invested in them, in the organization. So they're not going to be open to your suggestions, to your ideas, to your changes. They're going to resent you. They're going to fight. And if your entire team fights you, when the individuals who begin to review you after a short period of time realize you've changed nothing, that no one trusts you, no one's listening to you, it shows that your leadership may be lacking. And that might not be the case. But it could simply be that you got off on the wrong foot to begin with. So before you go in, guns a-blazing, take the time to learn how and why things are done in a certain order. That's the first and most important thing to do, just to learn why. Not to then interject with, what if we did this? No, no, no. Stop. Learn. Listen. Because you might learn five minutes down the line why you did something in a certain way. Let them train you, learn the processes, take it all in, and then when you are informed, you can then make an educated, informed change within the organization. Only when you have all the pieces can you complete the puzzle. Sure, the puzzle needs to change, but only when you see what it once was can you start to make those changes. If you only have a couple bits and pieces out of the entire vision of the organization, you can't make those proper changes. If you are somebody who is about to embark on some new challenges to either reach for a promotion, to become a leader, to step into a different organization altogether, my hat is off to you. Best of luck. You got this. Remember, build the trust. Let them learn who you are. Learn who they are. Do not become a threat. Do not walk in trying to change their comfortable way of life because they will fight you. Only when you understand why they are in a position and truly understand why they are where they are today can you make informed, educated, and targeted change within the organization? Well, that's it for the first episode of 2021. Best of luck to everyone who's about to make some big changes. Remember, we'd love to hear from you, so please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button to the podcast. Please share it to your friends. If you know somebody who's about to take on one of these challenges, please share this episode. Reach out to us. If you have any questions or want to be part of the podcast, we'd love to have you on. I always enjoy interviewing different people, learning from their experience, helping all of us grow together. But most importantly, remember, you got this. Woo!